Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Video Killed the Radio Star. <laughs> yes. I love it, don't you? I I love it. Yeah. Is that... Was that a... The way you said I love it, don't you? Is that a reference to lyrics or something? No. It's just a phrase no. I've never heard you use. No. I mean, yeah. I, I always just say I love it. I never really asked if anyone loved it. <laughs> Do you? I love it. Don't Do you? you? Don't you? Don't you, listeners? Yeah. The uh, the title for this week given to us by the Boogles, uh, or the Buggles. Um, the, the Boogles. The, the Boogles. I'll, I'll repeat that. Title this week given to us by the Buggles, but also by Patrick Lickman on Twitter. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick, for that title. <laughs> Oh, that's who made that song. Yes. I see. Yeah, no, no. The Buggles didn't contact us saying, pitch a movie about this song we wrote. The song we want. Do, as, what if, if we get onto the podcast, maybe we'll be... The podcasts are what the new generation like. Maybe we'll go to number one. Podcast killed the video star. Yeah. Yeah. That's what They're just really into new forms of media. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yes, that one was given to us by Patrick Lippman on Twitter. Thank you, Patrick, for that title. Um, so you may have noticed that that is the song that is that is the title of a song that exists in the real world. It does. That's the genre. I we're have doing noticed this. that, Tom. That's the genre we're doing this week. We we asked you for uh, song titles that you'd like to see us pitch movies for, much like yesterday. Yep. Or. Um, can't think of any others. <laughs> there are there, there are ones, right? Yeah. Uh, there's this <laughs> yesterday, hard days, night. Yeah. Help. <laughs> these are all these are all film titles based on songs. So shall we move on with some honourable sing songs? Honourable sing songs. <laughs> yeah. That's normally mentions for those of you who could, <laughs> haven't listened to the podcast before yeah. and therefore couldn't possibly figure that out. <laughs> No, no. So this is the part of the show where we just go through a few more titles people have given us and pitch what those films would be as well. You can think of this uh, section as the intro before the verse. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Or the (laughs) B-sides before you get to the actual single. Sure, sure. Whatever you you want, Tom. (laughs) What a terrible metaphor. (laughs) So from James Delaney, we've got Master of Puppets. Master of Puppets. Do we know who that's by? Metallica. Right. Never. How how could you not? What do you mean? I don't like Metallica. (laughs) Oh, it's a great song. Great album by Metallica. Master of Puppets. Doesn't have to be about Metallica. Um, Could be about the Jim Henson Company. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is about. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Um, Or a fictional. Uh, Jim Henson company. Yeah, yeah, like someone someone known for their for their puppet work. They've got the biggest puppet production company ever uh, with their flagship cr- characters the puppets. But there's like <laughs> the puppets, yeah. yeah. Of course, the puppet show. The puppet show. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> it's time to start the puppets. It's time to get the puppets to, to light the puppets. It's time to light the puppets on a puppet show tonight. Every puppet is different every week because we destroy them. It's... <laughs> we light them on fire. Um, <laughs> At the end of the show, all the puppets just like... <laughs> like... <laughs> Kids, we just want to ruin the illusion for you now. <laughs> Here's this is reality. Yeah, says and 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 the thing is, here's Richard the Toad. This, this is this is how the business got started, right? Yeah, you've got the 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 genius who's who knows how to make the puppets. Yeah, and you've got the businessman. Oh right, right? yeah. This is he's, this he's, is your, he's the rich one who can fund it. This is your Steve Jobs, yeah. your uh, Bill Gates, your uh, SpaceX, your, yeah. your your entrepreneurial film, <laughs> uh, entrepreneurial <I'm>... biopic, <laughs> where there's a hidden genius. Your social networks, yeah, yeah. all those things, yeah. Um, and uh, he's um, like. He's making his puppets. He loves making his puppets. Mm. Um, but when it comes to making the shows, no idea, right? He's no. not a production genius. He's a he makes the puppets and he makes them have personalities. He knows what they sound like, what they say. Yeah. But he's not like good at like making shows. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's not good at that production side of things. Right. No. So he needs this other guy Here played by Billy Billy Bollocks. Um, Billy Bollocks played by. Um, uh, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender, big big businessman. All right, pet. Now we're gonna have to we're gonna have to bloody light these puppets on fire, obviously. And and he's like, "What do you mean you're gonna light my puppets on fire?" It's uh, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci uh, is, is, the, is, is the, the master, puppet man. Yeah, he's the, puppet the master man. of puppets. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, who's going to be the master? Who's, who's yeah. going to be the master oh, of the puppets? We don't know, do we? Uh, well, it's debatable at the end of the movie. We're just like, who was the master of the puppets? What do you mean you're going to light my puppets on fire? And, he, and he's like, well, you know, pet, I think it's a bit <laughs> flies up. Too much of a bit of a flight of fancy, I think. Is that Michael Fassbender I'm or Mike, James Franco? I don't... I'm, I'm Michael Fassbender. <laughs> because largely because you can see Michael Fassbender sounds really, really... Uh, really good. Really good when you see his name. Well, maybe it can be James Franco then. James, <laughs> James Franco... Also is, sounds good in a Jody accent. It does. I, I actually, my my Jody accent just went there. All right. L- listen to your Pesci's character. Fassbender. Listen, Mr. Puppets. I'm, I'm afraid you're gonna have to. We're Joey gonna have puppets. to set your puppets on fire because it's a little bit too much of a flight of fancy for the kids to go home <laughs> after after having seen this show. Well, I'm I'm not giving up putting putting the hard work. You know, uh, you know, you, you coming in here when I want to bust my balls. You know, uh, setting the puppets on fire. Like, how can we afford that? Oh, don't worry about affording. You know, Joe Pesci. Did I ever tell you? About what used to happen. My my dad, who left me all this money, right, put me in charge of this company. Every day, I'd go and I'd buy some new toys from the toy store. And he would say, what you got these toys from the toy store for? I, I know this story, Michael Fassbender. Well, You're t- my brother. I'm telling it to the audience. <laughs> we had the same dad. <laughs> I'm telling it to the audience, puppetman. <laughs> oh, yeah. The audience is staring right at us. He used to come into my room and he used to set fire all of, all of the, my, my new toys. And I asked him why he'd do it and he'd say, it, you're living in a fantasy world. He'd say, 
You're living in a fantasy world and you believe in all these bloody I toys. also remember he said the audience won't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> and so they put together a show in which all the puppets get destroyed by fire at yeah, the end. Yeah. They just get put because, ceremoniously onto he, a bonfire on the middle of the stage. He doesn't want... He thinks... He's taken on his dad's philosophy yeah. that children should stay grounded at all times. <laughs> should not have... They yeah. should be allowed these flights of fancy as long as they end immediately yeah, and yeah. they never believe that it could be true. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he likes uh, he likes those uh, fantasy novels where it was all a dream at the end and the war really was happening. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 war. the war. The war. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, uh, as long as... Cause, cause, He'd always come home. He'd set fire. For those of you who couldn't understand my uh, my my James Franco, um, <laughs> uh, uh, he'd always come home, light all James Franco's toys on fire, and tell him. But they were rich, so they they always knew that they you know could buy more. Now James Franco, uh, I'm going to finish the story of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe today. But we haven't even started. Yes, I know, I know. These four children went. Went to a house in the country. Oh, Dad, Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> they they stepped, they stepped into the wardrobe, and then it caught on fire. <laughs> they all died inside that wardrobe because they could not escape. And that's why you never pretend that wardrobes are anything other than places <laughs> to store your clothes. <laughs> because if you get trapped in the wardrobe like my mother did during the war. <laughs> You were lost. It'll set, set on fire. It'll set on fire. <laughs> during, I'll make sure of it. During the blitz. <laughs> so, like, I love the idea of him, like, if, if James Franco walks into that wardrobe, Anthony Hopkins is there. <laughs> set on fire. He's there with a match just to sort of <laughs> open the door, throw it all over the clothes, close the door, lock it, and then keep his hand on that door. <laughs> so, basically, they make the, they, they make the puppet show. <laughs> uh, and at the end of each episode, they set the they set all the things on fire. Yeah, just unceremoniously throw them into a fire pile on the, on the stage. And then, um, and and like, Joe Pesci hates it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely I, hates it. I, I could imagine, could imagine he would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he starts making puppets that are fire fire retardant. Not just. Ah. He starts making puppets that are um have like. Are more robust, right? Mm. First, he makes them fire retardant, but then, like James Franco is like has has people tear them to pieces afterwards. Yeah. So he starts putting like skeletal underframes under them until his creatures come to life. Yeah. He starts making them uh, t- be able to defend themselves from being from being uh, destroyed. And because James Franco tries to tear them apart, and now they're sentient. Yeah. James Franco is getting gets mobbed by by Richard the <laughs> by Richard the Toad. Richard the Toad. You've got um uh you've got fuzzy fuzzy bear <laughs> fuzzy bear. <laughs> fuzzy bear Mrs Cow. You've got um uh Sandra D the mouse. Yeah. Um you've got Gonzo with Zane Lowe. <laughs> Gonzo with Zane. Um. Uh, and 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 loads of others. Yeah, a ton, a ton of others. Yeah, a ton of others. Uh, just, um, just think of think of a muppet and just try to think of a knockoff version. And they, version they of kidnap it. James Franco, and he's like, "What are you doing, blowing puppet 
so well, I, I think carrying me all the way to the I think, ta- the Tower Bridge in I think, London. I think they lock him in a in a wardrobe and set it on fire. <laughs> and then, yeah. right, they come for Joe Pesci. Oh, what? You brought us to life, <laughs> Joe Pesci. We only we know pain now. Yeah. We are monsters. So we never really... We've re- been killed over and over again. Yeah. Oh, that's it. It's like... What Joe Pesci says that, that each of these identities has a personality. Yeah. And when he starts remaking them, so every time, uh, what was his name, the Toad? Richard the Richard, Toad. Richard the Toad. Every time he gets burnt, right, yeah. that identity experiences the pain of being burnt. Yeah, of being like distru- being killed. It's uh, and and so Joe Pesci allowed it to happen. That's why they go and lock him also in the wardrobe. In the wardrobe and while on fire. Joe Pesci and Michael Fassbender sort of. Realise they love each other and start kissing in those last moments. Yeah, and 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 what what in those last moments, yeah. as the flames lick up above uh, inside of the uh, the wardrobe, um, they push through into a snowy landscape, <laughs> and there, standing underneath a Victorian streetlight, is a load of armed guards. Is Anthony Hopkins with a load of armed guards? <laughs> <laughs> Their dad's been waiting for them all You've this time. You finally made it through. <laughs> We never re- we never know who the master of the puppets is. The master, the puppets are the masters of themselves. Yes. Yeah. What was this film about? I- <laughs> it's about having a very dark childhood. Yeah, it is. It's about it's about cycles of abuse. So from Josh Cooper, we've got several species of small furry animals gathered together in a cave, grooving to grooving with a pict by Pink Floyd and I looked it up that's a real title of a song Grooving with a Pict Pict yes What's P-I-C-T I don't know didn't Google that I'm going to Google that <laughs> yeah yeah what do you think what do you think is happening in, in that one well we've got several species of, I think that's the pitch to be honest <laughs> uh, several species of small furry animals gathered together in a cave grooving with a Pict um Picts appear to be uh, a con- the Picts were a confederation of Celtic-speaking peoples who lived in what is today eastern and northern Scotland. Okay, right. Um, so we we cut to modern-day Glasgow. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then we zoom across to the hills outside of Glasgow. Yep. Um, and then zoom across again. Keep further, going. Keep going. Keep going. It just goes. We go. Oh, we start off <laughs> behind the moon, like, <laughs> and we go quite a long way north and east of Glasgow. Yeah, yeah. Like this camera goes from behind the moon straight to Glasgow, straight like misses with, it within, a, within like a half a minute. Yeah, like we we put the THX sound on it as well. Like, <laughs> we want people's heads to be exploded okay. because at the end of this. It cuts to a cave where there's a ton of furry animals hitting it up in a furry animal nightclub. It's like boom, 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 yep. boom, boom, and um, and we we we've got uh, a I think I think this is all puppets, all sort of physical Jim Henson stuff. Uh, or based around animals around Glasgow. Sure. Um, what? The urban fox. Glasgow, uh, the urban fox. <laughs> yep. Yep. I saw a badger once. Yep. Uh, when okay. I was there. Um, let's see. Uh, what else did I see? What animals did I see while I was in Glasgow? I think the red red squirrels are still in Glasgow, aren't they? 
Uh, Still up north, red squirrels. There might be some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, a lot of pigeons. A lot of pigeons. Oh, and seagulls. And seagulls. seagulls. Okay, right. Yeah. So <laughs> those those are the animals. It's <laughs> it's Tom. It's a city. <laughs> <laughs> those are the animals in uh, in this in this nightclub. Not a magical place. It's a city. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so all the things that you can imagine living in a city, rats. Oh yeah, rats as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Especially a city with a river. So, so yeah, we've got <laughs> got a we've got an urban fox. Yep. Uh, voiced by, um, oh, who, who's who's a good fox? Um, I'm gonna say uh, Tom Hiddleston. Sure, why Tom not? Hiddleston's yeah. got that kind of Robin Hood fox voice. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, got like a, a slightly bassy and and sort of like, uh, uh, let's say, uh, suave sounding, like yeah. um, very cunning sounding voice. Yes, yeah, and um, there's a, a seagull. Yep. Um, um, played by um, Rebel Wilson. Uh, I mean. You can have that, Tom, or you can have what's in the mystery box. (laughs) Oh, what's in the mystery box? Do you want the mystery box? Yeah, because this this is going to stay. This casting is going to stay. It was Amanda Bynes. It was Amanda. Ah! (laughs) I opened the mystery box and won. (laughs) Yeah, you won. Amanda Bynes from uh... (laughs) (laughs) from what, Tom? About to say she does it football. Amanda Bynes from She Does It Football. She Does It Football. Were you like mixing up like She's the Man and Bend It Like Beckham or something? I think so. The thing is, like like Amanda Bynes, one of our favourite actresses from the mid 2000s. I completely drew a blank on any film she's been. I watched all of them this past year, yeah. and I just drew a blank on all of them. She does it football. Well, Amanda she's Bynes, the man. Amanda Bynes is a footballing, um, a footballing seagull. Yeah, there we go. She plays for Rangers. Yeah, um, of course. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's kind of like a. I would say this. This is kind of like a skins. Sure. Thing. Um, like they're all sort of young adult, and they go out into the hills, a long way into the hills, to yeah. party every yeah. night, yeah, to yeah. stay out of the out of the way of um, the the humans who are like the uh, they're they allegory for parents, right, yeah, or yeah. adults who are going to shut down their raves. Oh yeah, if yeah. they don't get so they're they're at a rave under a bridge mm. in the park. Yeah. Um, and uh, they got some really cool bridges in in Glasgow. Oh yeah. Um, and they're in a, a rave under one of these bridges. Mm. But like, also going under those bridges are very main footpaths. The very nice parks. Yeah. So um, like, uh, just a policeman turns up and breaks it up. Like, shoot, go, on, go away, go away. He's, like, he's well, uh, it was one of those whistles that can only be heard by dogs. It's like, Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. Oh, Rowan Atkinson's the, he's the officer dibble of the Yeah, piece. yeah, very yeah, much yeah. so. Go go away. Go on. Get out of this this underpass. Now, top fox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm here to break up the rave. Oh, no, no. I, I was going to say that was, uh, that's Amanda Bynes. <laughs> that's Amanda Bynes' voice. That's Amanda Bynes' voice. Yeah, it's the footballing it seagull. Sounds like a seagull, yeah. yeah. The footballing seagull. Also sounds a bit like one of Amanda Bynes' characters. Yeah, yeah. From, from the Amanda Bynes well, show. Uh, Amanda Bynes, uh, yeah. 
forgot about that. Um, Amanda Bynes constantly falling over from standing. Yep, all the time. E- even even as a seagull. Even as a seagull. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. It's one of those films that's set over the course of one night. Yeah. Okay. As they constantly get moved on to other places that they want to start a party, and then suddenly, blah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so it starts off in this in this cave. Yeah. In um in the woods because that's where they've gone to. Oh, I was gonna say that's where it's gonna end. Oh right. Well, I mean, the 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 title of the movie is is that. Yeah, I mean, like. But, um, but like, yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't, I'm, it doesn't I'm seem thinking, like there's any strife there. Yeah, actually, no. Yeah, I think I think they go from party to party, yeah. sort of like actual human house parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get kicked out. Yeah. And then like, each one. We we've got to find we've got to find the best party. Yeah, of course we have. <laughs> Says Amanda Bynes. Um, and, there's. Uh, I'm going to say that. Um, uh, I'm going to say Michael McIntyre <laughs> is playing the the, the badger. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Stand up yeah. comedian, middle of the road stand up comedian Michael McIntyre. Yeah, says um, what he sees. Yeah, uh, yeah. is like, oh, oh, oh well, I, uh, I think we should uh, uh, go home. It's terribly obvious that these humans don't want us here, and we should all just go home and have a nice sherry. Well, I think we should party on and rave. Take this ecstasy and chill out, Michael you're McIntyre. Ha- you're hushing my buzz. <laughs> um, yes, very, very, very well, uh, very well put, Amanda Bynes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Michael McIntyre, take some ecstasy. <laughs> okay, well, I suppose I, <laughs> I, suppose I will. Um, okay, I will, yes. Okay, uh, give me some ecstasy. And uh, <laughs> don't you ever do hoovering like this? <laughs> He's an idiot. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to say, uh, what's his name? Charles Xavier from the future ones. From the future ones? Yeah. Um, James McAvoy. James McAvoy. James McAvoy plays... Michael Fassbender. But no, <laughs> James McAvoy right. plays a, um, a buck fast swilling rat. In, okay. to, to, to close out this... This um, uh, kind of group, constantly this swilling and gargling book fast. Yeah, yeah, loves the stuff. So I'm, I'm thinking they go from party to party, and then yeah. they hear about this um, Celtic tribe. It's, is it? it's it's like a raid. They hear about this crazy party out yeah. in the hills. Yeah, it's a it's a party spot, old and like uh, all tied into like history mm. and like mother nature roots, pagan yeah. stuff. They're constantly doing mushrooms. Yeah, it's like these these Celtic roots. Yeah, and I'm I'm thinking they I think uh, Tom Hilson's fox is like adamant to get there. It's yeah. like no, this is too far. We've we, we've never been out past the city. And this is We're, by the way, there's no there's no garbage bins out there. If there's you've no, been there's no there's no refuse. Yeah, on the what floor. are we gonna eat? Yeah, we're gonna eat. What n- nobody's dumping their bloody uh, snack boxes out of the full of donner and chips. I know, and and he's just like ye of little faith. <laughs> the party god will guide us. <laughs> Bacchus. Yes. <laughs> Bacchus the Roman no sorry the the Greek party god <laughs> will will guide us. Dionysus <laughs> will keep our pupils dilated. So I'm thinking that they they head off into the woods yeah. um and uh at one point they're sort of hunted by some rich posh people i think i think um uh, <laughs> rowan atkinson has seen them leaving the yeah. city and has decided to go out because because you can't kill an animal in the sea yeah 
because whatever. But, but out in he, out, out in the, the woods, woods he's, he's taking his he's taking his horses and his and his and his rifle and his dogs. Yeah, right. He's got a proper old. It, he, we have a fox montage of him on. suiting up. Yeah, yeah he's got those, a fox hunt going on. Those red suits that they wear. Um. Anyway, they, there's it's kind of homeward boundy from there. Yeah. Right. There's it's very sort of like they they come across a chasm that they don't think they can get across, and then yeah. one might nearly fall then, over. But, but then they walk across a, a fallen tree. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, they they eventually get out into the hills. They go down the rapids, where they and they they can't they can't hear. Like it's just like, well, now where are we? I can't see anything ha- out here. It's dark and there's no lights and it's just hills. And then just faintly you hear this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like uh, folk music yeah. with a drum and bass beat to it. Um, Afro-Celt sound system is the soundtrack to this. Um, uh, Good shout. Um, is is the the soundtrack to this particular raid? Never heard of them. Uh, pretty good. <laughs> but I, I would imagine they would be pretty good for this from, from their band name. <laughs> Check them out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shout out. To I, the I think I've got them on my on my phone. I can play you some if you like. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, the uh, they they eventually get there, um, uh, and and like they just you can just hear that, and it's only the badger. Uh, it's only Michael McIntyre. Who burrows under the ground mm. to hear this? Oh yeah, and that they managed to just come through into this cave, yeah. and, and it's uh, just like this crazy mad party. Yeah, it's like Matrix Reloaded style cave rave. Yeah, that um, kind of uh, people people got their tits out. <laughs> yeah, it's all humans. Lawrence Fishburne is there. Yeah, <laughs> they're, 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 they're partying as though they're about to be killed by thousands of murderous machines. Thousands of murderous Romans. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, because they've just grown. They, they've they've completely separated from society. Yeah. back in the Roman times, and that party never ended. That party never ended. <laughs> it's just been in the cave constantly. Um, and so like as they it's, get, it's a new societal um societal construct. <laughs> yeah, uh, what is um like uh, capitalism, communism? Yeah, <laughs> eternal rave. Eternal rave. Yeah. that's the that's the third one. Yeah. Oh no, socialism. The third, the third eternal option. rave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so like um. <laughs> You... Eternal rave's always an option. <laughs> so you... Um... Party with the rich. <laughs> <laughs> like, we have that sequence of, of the of the big... Um, uh, like, the, the, the big party mm. where everything goes blurry and they're all dancing and that sort of thing mm. um, until they kind of... Um, they, they, they wake up and it's just one guy stood in the middle of this room. <sighs> right? And... Uh, they they realize that they're in as they as they kind of come to out of their concocted sort of oh uh, on the way up to this they have to scavenge some mushrooms to live through the they because they need to eat as yeah. they're on the way out they need to there's cross no the threshold to, yeah so they scavenge some mushrooms on the way here yeah. right um seeding that because essentially they come out of this mm. this eternal rave and it's just one guy dancing in the middle of this room full of mirrors <laughs> right every surface is mirrored what and um this guy has like all over him tattoos of people at parties right what and um they're like what's happened and he's like we're in the middle of the the, the never ending race just this one guy one guy with yeah. a load of tattoos yeah yeah oh i'm right. so annoyed that we, we haven't uncovered a don't worry tom yeah they're like what what happened and he's like i've been raving here since the early first century Right. Um, 
ever since the Romans threatened us, I can't remember what actually when that happened. I, 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 I think don't it know. might have been like five hundred. But yeah. like um, the um, I've been I've been doing this since the first millennia. Like this is the eternal rave. I've got to keep this going, otherwise the picks are the picks name legacy dies. Mm. Right? Uh, I don't know who's who's playing this guy. <laughs> Um, it's gotta be someone Woody who looks, Harrelson. Gotta be someone who looks. Oh, it's it's. I think it's Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Because he's like he can be really wiry. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's, he's basically naked. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Um, and he looks really wiry. And he's like absolutely going yeah. at it, right? And he does have that kind of edge to him that yeah. you just I don't know if he's gonna kill me or give me a hug. Exactly. Yeah. And they're like, that's really sad. It's a really sad story that all your people died. And he's like, the only way to keep this legacy going is to keep this party going, right? Oh. And so they're like, oh my god, you're right. Mm. The humans out there, they're doing it wrong. Yeah. This is the way. This is... So they go and they scavenge, like, speakers. And you see, we cut to quick cuts to them going back to Glasgow, scavenging massive yeah. speakers, bringing them back oh, to the hills. It's like and a then... silhouette of them walking walking across, like, a... a, a um the horizon in with the stars shining and yes. they're, they're all carrying, like, massive amps and stuff. <laughs> Um, and uh, the, um, the, the there's all sorts of stuff, right? There's like um, like they're they're bringing all sorts of junk to sound, uh, kind of mm. um, make it louder and louder, so it goes all across kind of the Scottish the Scottish hills here, and um, they make this music just the, just the four of them and this guy yeah. right, and Tom Hardy just screaming into these things, banging the radiators, yeah. banging the the TV sets and stuff like that, and they make. Uh, and and they make what is regarded as one of the best albums <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Right? Radiator by the Super Furry Animals. <laughs> oh, it <laughs> all the way round. <laughs> He's like, you guys are really Superman, and all from from out of the cities just come all yeah, the, yeah. all the people to 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 join this now. Uh, like m- millennia-old dancing man yeah. and in his it's, rave It's hills. like The Matrix Reloaded, but with like real people yeah. now. Um, Rowan Atkinson turns up at the cave cave mouth. He gets fucked to death. He gets fucked to death. That's the, that's how they kick you out. Yeah, it's a consensual fucking, right? <laughs> he like yeah. he gets yeah, yeah. he gets brought in kind of like fembots. Yeah, right? yeah. He's like he gets brought in. He gets like, enticed. Uh, death by snoo snoo. Exactly, and then and then they fuck him to death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a way to go for <laughs> Rowan Atkinson in that movie. Right, so those are all our honourable sing-songs. Uh, thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week. Now we move on to our final major pitch, which is from Patrick Lickman. We've been given Video Killed the Radio Star. Oh, man. Video Killed the Radio Star. Yeah. We need to have a radio star. <laughs> and I feel like it's got to be Bill Murray. I don't know. I think Chris Evans... Chris Evans, Captain which, America. Which Chris Evans? Yeah, Captain America. Yeah, not, yeah. not radio star Chris Evans. No, no, that's that's the joke we're we're making. I see. <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> the joke we're making in the film and on the podcast. As well. <laughs> Chris Evans, star of Avengers Endgame. Yeah. And Scott Pilgrim versus the World. And he's on BBC Radio. He's on BBC Radio. Uh, well, he. he Soon one. Yeah, yeah. He, well, I mean, he's he's doing um, TFI Friday. 
Right. Any remember that show? Yeah. Yeah. Where he's. Uh, I bet most of our audience doesn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, TFI Friday, uh, for those of you who don't remember, um, was a just a chat show. Yeah. It was and a very naughty chat show, it wasn't was, it? With because Chris I mean, Evans. like, here's the thing: nobody knew what the TFI st- stood for. But now we do. We now we do. Now we do, and it's oh, it's a naughty word. It's a word. naughty word, isn't it's a it? Word. Oh. Thank F it's Friday. Yeah, thank oh. F it's Friday. But, like, they never acknowledged it. Yeah. They never, ever acknowledged it. They no. never even gave other ideas as to what it might be stand what for. What 90s Channel 4 did. Yep. Put rude words <laughs> right in front of everyone's face. Yeah, hidden in plain sight. Hidden in plain sight. Yeah. Oh. Right, so he's he's doing that, but on the radio. Yeah, yeah, he's doing this, uh, this, this talk show. Uh, out every Friday before everyone's going out to the clubs yeah. and stuff. Everyone's like tuning in, like I bloody love Chris Evans on the radio Friday night. Yeah, it's great. What's he? Was he? What sort of stuff does he play? He he does interviews with real politicians. Politicians, <laughs> but he's like, yeah, you're all dickheads, yeah. aren't you? And yeah. stuff like and that. And then they all go out to the clubs, politically angry. <laughs> I like. I think that's just one bit. Like he, get, <laughs> yeah. he, he... I just like. I like the idea that he's very incendiary, just before people go out to the club. <laughs> so they go Tory hunting. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, no, I. Uh, I like the idea that he, he plays some uh, plays some sort of hit tunes at the time. This is like mid nineties, so it would be like Steps. Yeah. Um, TLC. Uh, Prodigy. Those are those those three. Those the three. big three. Steps, of the 90s. One track from Steps. One track from TLC. <laughs> an interview, uh, an, with, an interview with Ian. Um, Ian Duncan. Smith. Ian Duncan Smith. Yep. And then TLC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> scrubs. No scrubs. Yeah. By no TLC. scrubs by TLC. Yeah. Followed by Firestarter by Prodigy. Yep. Um, and then yeah, we have uh, John Major on the. Uh, <laughs> John Major, Prime Minister at the time. Yeah, John yeah, Major. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he just got John Major on on the show. <laughs> He's like John Major, you prime ministerial dick. <laughs> every time, every time they get a politician on, the politician has no idea. Yep. Because the politicians are too busy to actually too take in to, pop culture to, 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 like, to know anything about. We've, we've, the we've got you on this. Over, yeah. We've got you on this radio show. The it's with Chris Evans, uh, notable DJ. We've not really heard that much of him. Yeah. Uh, but. Apparently you know, you're a politician, this, yeah. you're good at talking, you'll make it through. You'll make it through, yeah. yeah. And every time Chris Evans just goes on, doesn't let him speak, he just says, we've got John Major on the show, and John Major goes, hello. And he goes, you <laughs> fucking dickhead. You're or, or, a piece of shit. It's like he's got a little button, right? Yeah. And it's like, hello, John Major. And then he presses the button, and only on the radio can you hear, dickhead says hello. <laughs> and he goes, hello. And everyone goes, <laughs> He's a dickhead. It cuts to like a young Danny Dyer and John Sim in the back of a cab, just going, "Yeah, he got to say dickhead, yeah." (laughs) Um, And so, uh, (laughs) so this is going on. Nice one, brother. (laughs) And and like you know. (laughs) The Conservatives are in, so they don't know what the young people are into. Right? <laughs> I don't think we know what young people are into, to be honest. So, so they're all like, they're all going out and, and, and they say like, oh, come on, John. 
you're a politician. If you can't be relatable to the to the average person in in the in the UK, mm. who can? You're a politician. You're the prime minister. You're supposed to lead the country. If you you can't seem like a normal person, yeah. then you're doing your job wrong, aren't you? Really. Um, yeah. And he's like, yes, you're probably right. You're probably mm-hmm. right. Uh, and then he goes on, and then he just gets taken out by by yeah. uh, Chris Evans. So John Major, right, harbors a grudge. Listening, <laughs> listening back to the broadcast. Listening back to the broadcast. He sat with his aides in Number Ten Downing Street. It's like, yeah, I need to get this man. <laughs> and and, the, and we, we need see... to show we need to show the youth of today that they that they, they can't make fun of us. Yeah, they can't yeah. make a mockery of us. And one of his aides says, um, "Sir, should we?" Uh, the other aide is like, "No, no, surely not." And then the aide is like. We could enable the the funding for the VA, Operation VHS. Oh no 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 not not could we, <laughs> sir? They have taken your name and dragged it through the dirt. <laughs> Operation VHS is the only way. No, it's it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> so. Get the video man on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Who plays John Major? Who plays this? John Major? I'm going to say um, either mm. Ben Mendelsohn or... Actually, Ben Mendelsohn's a good good cast. Yeah, yeah. he's got yeah. like grey hair. He's yeah. got a sort of like... He looks like he could play a prime minister. Yeah, yeah. sure. Let's go with Ben Mendelsohn. Big business Ben yeah. Mendelsohn. Yeah, he's yeah. like, get the VHS man on the phone. <laughs> and uh, And so cut back to Chris Evans... Who's having a whale of a time? Yep. He's he's now he's now chatting with nine. He's chatting with Liz Hurley. Yep, yep. Big biggest, in the 90s. biggest star of the nineties. Biggest, biggest star of the nineties. Just like he's chatting with Brendan Fraser and and, and Liz Hurley <laughs> as they're uh, as they're promoting their their um, critically acclaimed film Bedazzled from two thousand two. From two thousand and two. But but this, it was but a this, long promotional tour. Yeah, yeah. It was a lo- like like it was a long production. Yeah. Uh, they started shooting it in nineteen ninety four. Yeah. <laughs> so like you're working on a film, right? It's it's gonna be great, Liz. Do we see your tits? Maybe. <laughs> it's Maybe a, I'm in. I'm in a bikini with two dogs at one point. And Brendan Fraser's like, um, well, I, uh, actually, it's a, it's an adaptation from a from a well loved film uh, by Peter Cook and D- Dudley Moore. Um, uh, those dogs actually are called Peter and Dudley. Uh, and 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 uh, this is a little early strike there. And uh, and, and Chris Evans is like, why the nerd? He pulls a lever and like Brendan Fraser gets chucked, chucked out of, out of, the... of the, uh, the like. I remember TFI Friday, right? Yeah, it was set in a studio yeah. that looked like it was at the top of a junkyard. Well, I mean. You might have interpreted it that way. Yeah. The way I interpreted it was the manager's office in a nightclub. Ah, right. That does make a lot more sense. Like the pit is down below. Yeah, yeah. And then you go up the stairs. They were all just having a good time down there. Yeah, yeah. They, they were remember. just they were just having a party. But <laughs> just, I, I have heard that... YouTube TFL Friday please, opening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, with that um, sparkling uh, commentary of 1994 <laughs> culture um, uh, kicking around. Um, <laughs> what is happening to, to Chris Evans now? He's he's pulled the lever. <laughs> Brendan Fraser's gone flying well, out that, a window. It's just it's just par for the course, really. Yeah. I think that's how John Major got kicked out as well. He's just he's go he's crowd Boy, surfing yeah, yeah, on yeah, on the yeah. 
um, and the crowd outside and you've yeah. got to hear all this I mean if, yeah. even if you get kicked out yeah. like you're going to have a good time because you're going to be crowd surfing yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he then just starts chatting with Liz Hurley yeah um, then right because it's a radio show yeah and not and not actual TFI Friday into the building yeah smashes this SWAT team well we, we right here's the thing we then cut to outside the building with yeah. Brendan Fraser yeah right who's just been crowd surfed into a nice green room yeah where there's just on the wall big stereo system it's playing the rest of the show yeah right we hear him we see him reacting as Liz Hurley and Chris Evans mm. are like what the hell's going on yeah. and then uh, and then this you hear the smashing of glass mm. and like get down on the ground get down on the ground <laughs> and instead of guns they've all got cameras okay and and now we've exposed Chris Evans <laughs> to the video for the for the ginger speckled person that he is. Okay, so it, we thought it was <laughs> we thought it we thought it we thought it was it was actor and all around handsome man Chris Evans. Oh. but what it really is is radio DJ Chris Evans. Right. So what we have right <laughs> what you've done here, Tom, yeah. is you've created a situation where in the film, yeah. Right, we're seeing Chris Evans, handsome Avenger. Yeah. Right, America's ass, Chris Evans. Yeah. You're imagining that, and actually yeah, yeah. in the film we're seeing that. We're seeing Chris but Evans. But then yeah. we sweep round behind one of the SWAT team members. Yeah. Go through the preview panel on the side of his camcorder. Yeah. And, and it's... it's Chris Evans, the uh, ginger radio <laughs> DJ from the UK. Yeah. Right, and then we we pan around. Liz Hurley's still there. Yep. But he's sat in a squalid office instead of this amazing swanky radio studio that we thought he was in. Yeah, yeah. He's in an office, there's pot noodles everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> there's like grubby, th- like grubby spoons. Sonic and... the comic just laid out. <laughs> just splayed out. He's yeah. reading Sonic magazines. <laughs> and like. He's got a mega drive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got a mega drive. And outside, it's just like you, instead of looking out under a big crowd, it's like three guys with beards and like looking sketchy and just snorting <laughs> cocaine. <Yeah. laughs> They're the ones that carried Brendan Fraser <laughs> they, up. They picked Brendan Fraser up. <laughs> like a funeral took him into and Took him into a room next door, which is just a load of pillows and a, and a kettle. Yeah. <laughs> and, a lot of those uh, blow up inflatable sofas. Yeah. <laughs> so then it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I love it when we deep dive into the 90s. It's never expected at the start of the episode. We never expect to do it. But by the end... It was only a scheduling thing that meant Dave Bulmer wasn't on this episode. (laughs) No, right? (laughs) Um, But, uh, uh, yeah, so, like, I think it's down to Brendan Fraser... Um, and, uh, uh, and, and Liz Hurley to save Chris Evans... Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Or, or like, and and um, uh, because we haven't seen exactly who's uh, someone massive comes through the door behind them and says, "Your time's up, Chris Evans. Your time messing with the with with politics is finished." Right. And uh, (laughs) I just, I just really, I love the twist of who that is (laughs) in my head. Okay. Your time's done. There's, there's plenty of there's plenty of room in my head for <laughs> for who that is. Okay. Well, Liz Hurley uh, comes to because she was knocked out, mm-hmm. 
Um, Chris Evans is missing. Mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser's there in the green room, comes rushing through, says, Liz, what's wrong? Are you okay? Are you all right? What happened? Yeah. Uh, and, she, and she's like, they were all, they were all, they, they came in. The, I, I got knocked out before I could see what was happening, but I think they took Chris Evans. Mm. I love how the, the, the camcorder made Chris Evans look, Chris Evans, the actor, look like Chris Evans' radio DJ, but when yeah. it went on to Liz Hurley, it, made, it somehow made Liz Hurley look more beautiful. More attractive, yeah. Because yeah. um, in real life, Liz Hurley is very beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> but, but somehow more so on, on the camera. She's just got a line of underwear now. Yeah. That's just Liz Hurley's just thing. what she does. Yeah. yeah. Um... So anyway, um, the, um, yeah, so... Uh, a line of underwear drying out in a garden. And, you know, the camera makes Brendan Fraser look more beautiful as well, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and so, like, they have to team up to find out what happened to Chris Evans. Yeah. Both radio-loving people. The, so they, they hop in Liz Hurley's um, crime bus. Cry, she's got a crime she's bus. She's got a crime bus. It's yeah. a, it's an open-top... She loves true crime stuff, so she she sometimes well Liz Hurley like because she didn't do that many films. Yeah, she she also kind of had a modelling career in the nineties. Um, what a lot of people don't know is that she sort of Scooby Gang esque solved a load of London's crime. Oh yeah, because because Brendan Fraser like gets in the bus yeah. and she she's like bang ba- bashes a button on the wall. Yeah, all the counters flip over. Yeah, and it's like um, spy equipment. It, there's guns. Yep. Uh, and it's like got like like um, also like uh, <laughs> test tubes. This, this was a and twist. Bunsen burners. And he's like, "Where the hell did you get all these?" And she's like, "A few years ago, some of my modelling friends went missing. <laughs> I had to, uh, I had to step in because the police weren't doing the job. Yeah, the police weren't doing their job. Um, and and he's I'd like, lo- I'd love to see a, a prequel. <laughs> Liz Hurley detects forensic detective. Yeah. <laughs> tracking down and saving her modelling friends. Yeah. I mean I mean I'm down for that. Yeah. Um so anyway, and, and and very much like Knives Out, there will be a prequel and sequel which are don't involve don't involve Brendan Fraser or, no, or, or Chris Evans. It's just Liz Hurley. It's just Liz Hurley. Yeah, and every every new she's like James Bond, every she's every new film a she's got a, a different man. Yeah, and she solved uh, a different crime. The Hurley with... Hurley man. <laughs> Um, so, I, you know what? I never, never realised how objectifying calling them Bond girls are. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Until you heard Hurley yeah, Man. Until you heard Hurley Man, you're like, oh, shit. Um, yeah. Anyway, so um, <laughs> they 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 do a lot of you know checking it out. Like they're sort of um, uh, on the trail. They go and pick up pieces of glass and put them into little bags and sort of find fingerprints and stuff. Yeah. And then Brendan Fraser's like, what's this? And he pulls out and caught on a snag on a nail in the door mm. in this horrible, nasty um, uh, studio. Mm. Caught on a piece of, like, a, a, a little nail that's sticking out of the door frame. It seems to be a piece of, like, vinyl or something? <laughs> like, a, a, like a thin piece of, like, stretchy black vinyl. Yeah. And, and she's like, that's very strange. Where's that going? Why? Why? What's that doing? Why is this here? <laughs> I didn't see any of the SWAT team had broken wearing black vinyl clothes. Mm. Uh, I'll have a look into it. And so she, she, she sort of, she's following other other leads, but she goes to find there's like a little little bit of um, sort of she's a pattern in it, mm. and she's like, "What's this going on?" And then she takes it to a kind of like a a tech person, mm. and uh, it's. Um, 
Uh, Reese Darby. It's Reese Darby's like, ah, what you got here is a magnetic, uh, a magnetic imprint in in the in the vinyl. Mm. Very much like a, 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 a record, except it's uh, it's it's stretchy stuff. Um, and you 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 what what we could do is we could actually uh, if we could put this into uh, uh, we could shine light through this, make make it magnetically uh, make the make the image the signal image. Reese Darby is also the bus driver. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, and and he's bus cap on. And he says uh, it might make an image, right? And so they 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 put it through this machine and it makes this one still. Right? Oh man. And it's these, uh, it's from the perspective of someone enormous, very tall. Yeah. Right. Um, big hands made of shiny black plastic. Yeah. Right. Um, and he's got a, he's got a gun, <laughs> and he's pointing it at Chris Evans, who's oh, cowering. Crap. Right. And it, it's it's radio DJ Chris Evans, radio not DJ, actor, yeah. all around good guy Chris Evans. Absolutely. And so they they're like, what the hell? Who's this person? And then they they eventually see, um, uh, I've got the name of every actor in this film just now. <laughs> well, as Liz Hurley, yeah, Brendan Fraser, Brendan and, Fraser, and, and Reese Darby. Okay, yeah. Um, so uh, Liz Hurley, she um, she she notices in the corner of the the picture a little a little serial number on the on the side of the uh, on the side of the hand mm. instead of the glove these black vinyl gloves and she and she goes right if we can track down where this is from the factory it's from we can find out who killed who killed chris evans the radio star the radio star yeah and they they eventually get to this factory and they found out that this factory is owned by the government, right? Yeah. And there's people all around it's it. It's a television factory. <laughs> Men with guns all all around it. Yeah. Right. And uh, like Brendan Fraser picks one up and throws him out a window because he's yeah. really big and strong. Yeah. Um. Uh, Reese Darby blows one up. Um, Reese Darby drives the bus through the wall. Yeah. Drives the bus through the wall. With a that's, guns, his, that's his weapon. Like, yeah. Well, it's a rocket launcher out of both of the. Uh, yeah. Both of the headlights. And and Liz Hurley is just like really good with throwing stars yep yep um, and she, they, they break their way in and eventually there in the in the in the office above this factory which is making loads and loads of like this this vinyl tape right oh man you see John Major yeah played by um, uh, who did we say it was played by Ben Mendelsohn Ben Mendelsohn I told you yeah. I've forgotten every yeah. name um, uh, and this one big wide black oblong with arms and legs. <laughs> what? And, and that's like, that's the video. You shouldn't be here, Liz Hurley. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, uh, Ben Mendel- <laughs> Ben Mendelssohn turns around and says, "You really shouldn't. I don't. He's he's ruthless." And 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 you can see hanging from the above, from the rafters of this mm. factory by a load of black tape. Is, oh, is Chris Evans dangling into a into a VHS giant VHS um, component? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a, like a VHS player. Yeah, yeah. Those wheels are gonna get him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> bloody hell. He's like suspended, tape all the way down. It's mm. caught in the player, and he's suspended from the ceiling. Oh, so God. when it pulls, he's gonna get split in half because oh. the knot will tighten. Oh uh, no! And then um, uh, he's like, "This isn't." <laughs> it's, uh... 
it's it's actor Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. Because he hasn't got a video no, yeah. player. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like the the glasses from They Live. <laughs> yeah, it is very much so. And as um and uh like John Major says, you can't do this VHS. It's it's not due process. And he uh, and and this big black oblong says, the only due process I believe in is processing video images from magnetic strips of vinyl. And I really like the idea that he sort of puts himself into a tape player to say all this. Yeah. Uh, and it's Max Headroom. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. the, it's, it's Max Headroom, you know, the guy that overtook, like, a live broadcast. Yes. Um, I mean, I mean that was after Max Headroom was a thing. Yeah. But yeah. it was kind of <laughs> like that whole conspiracy thing. Yeah. Um, there. So, yeah, Max Headroom, the, the weird... Animated. Is it Ardman? Uh, I don't think so. No, it's, it's time to kill Chris Evans. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, Google Max Headroom yep. for that visual image. <laughs> He's got this big long quiff and stuff, mm. and he basically like jumps into this massive video player yeah. and starts spinning this tape. Um, oh, uh, pulling Chris Evans towards this mouth uh, of of the of the tape player. I'm thinking, right, the way they the way they get this done, yeah, is by doing a live broadcast on radio. Oh shit! Bro- and Chris Evans broadcasts the whereabouts of this warehouse. Yeah. And says, "There's a giant rave here. Come <laughs> oh, on, shit, yeah. come on down and, and bring your magnetic necklaces." Yes. <laughs> Which, as we all know, were a massive craze in the Sla- 90s. Slap bands, Tom. Slap, slap bands. bands were a massive craze in the 90s, and yeah. they're magnetic. <laughs> Bring it. It's a big slap band rave. Come on, big slap band rave. And everyone starts coming in with their slap bands and just slapping the side of this big VHS player. <laughs> so, so... <laughs> Video Max Headroom gets killed by yeah uh, by the rave by being like d what do they call it uh, depolarized, depolarized by uh, yeah yeah and, uh, <laughs> and, and everyone's pie at the end yeah and it and they go up to that main office mm. in um the because at this point John Major is has been taken he he'd been kidnapped they go up to the big office yes at and the it's, top it's the studio for TFI Friday and Chris Evans says you know what. I think I could make a good TV show in this place. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and John Major's also partying down with the with the young people. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird it's a weird end. It's it's like it's like the end of Shrek where they're all dancing. Yeah. And, and, and even the old people are dancing as well. Yeah, even it's the really people who, who are like semi villains are, are kind of uh dancing are, as well, are, are dancing yeah. Along. Yeah. 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 Uh, there you go. So that was Video Killed the Radio Star. Didn't though, did it? No, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, and that's... Well, he wasn't a radio star anymore after that. That's the thing. Well, he's a that, TV star. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's a very loose definition of, of killing. killing. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Um, I mean, but... also, so is it in the song? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, like in the song, it didn't mean that video actually murdered a radio star. Yeah. It means so, that... subverting expectations. I think is uh, we start it off like a like a film noir. Millennials then, are yeah. killing the the golf industry. Yeah, right? we didn't actually killing any golf people. Although, if you fancy it, why not? I play golf sometimes. Don't not for a while, but <laughs> you said it as though that was a warning. So, like, 
I'd stay off the greens. It's dangerous I'd now. I'd stay yeah. off the links. Sport of the bourgeoisie, mate. <laughs> so, uh, so thank you for listening to our pitch for Video Killed the Radio Star. <laughs> thank you, Patrick, for giving us that title. And yeah. thank you to the Buggles for making that song. <laughs> I always want to call them the Bugles. The Bugles. The Buggles. The Buggles, yeah. Um... Uh, if you have enjoyed it, then please do uh, consider going over to the socials and, and, and sharing the podcast with your friends or just going over to our socials and, and liking the podcast uh, or, or following us on Twitter at Lives of Pitch Show. Uh, all the things that we, uh, you know, that will help you uh, kind of get in touch with us, mm. uh, help give you titles each and every week. If you have enjoyed the show, then you can always go over to patreon.com forward slash Lives of Pitch podcast. Uh, and uh, give us a little bit of money to keep the podcast going, um, just like all of these people have done. Ross Originals, Brandon Spanky Mills, does nobody find it odd that a dragon targeted whales? Jeremy Elkayam, Stephen D. Thomas, fingers to hand, Mr. Beakfuss, a group called Husk Dawn have captured the channel. James Delaney, new scramble more like old mortgage rates. Brent Black, in today's news, vigilantes have stolen breakfast. I yearn for a simpler time, Mavis. Remember BP Beans? Joseph Hegarty. Look, I'm sorry that I prefer to eat out, but it makes me feel like I exist. Werebisk Turner has broken free and is battling the serial dragon of Wales. Prime Minister, was it all worth it? Was it all worth it? Alex NSFW. Newcastle, more like more hassle, Pete. Okay, everybody be nice, Car gets here soon, and he's changed somewhat. Glenn, if I can't trust you with an airport, you can just run the RAF. Prime Minister, the Queen is here and she's really anger. And Prime Minister, we agreed not to talk coronavirus. This universe has enough on. So uh, if you want to join those names, um, those definitely human people's names, <laughs> um, then you can go over to patreon.com forward slash Lives a Bitch Podcast, where you can find a page where there's loads of bonus stuff, uh, and you can vote on the genre, and it's all sorts of stuff there. Uh, just go over there and check it out. I promise you won't regret it uh, if you uh, if you join us in our little family of, uh, of supporters. Thank you so much to everyone, and thank you all for listening again. We end the show, as we always do, with our Yes Very Clever Award, uh, which is the award we give out to someone who's given us a title based around an existing title, which is a strange thing to do this with week. a title based around uh, a, a song. So, so I've given it to someone who's given us a song title, but then mixed it in with <laughs> okay. a film. Just changed it. Um, so, uh, well, um, Phil Walters gave us Edge of Seventeen, which is already a film, uh-huh. uh, yep. starring Hayley Steinfeld and Woody Harrelson. It's all right. Um... It's kind of a poor man's ladybird. Um, and uh, from Reese Howell, we've been given Barbie Girl Interrupted. <laughs> That's quite good, actually. It is a very good one. Very clever. <laughs> so, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it. Who pitched it?